Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm here with only better Matt. That's right. It's the Matt's here today. It's an all-mat extravaganza. And I'm going to be honest with you. What hour podcasting are we on right now, Matt? Uh, we are on hour six, I think. Hour <laughs> six. We've been podcasting all day. We've had people in and out all day. We've uh secret project, secret project for Make Fun Network, uh, recording it'll uh, be out sometime soon uh but we did that and then we did turks with fro and then fro left us because he's a shit bum <laughs> and now it's just us but matt has been here to the bitter end yeah well i'm dedicated this guy's dedicated listen, you can't you can't you can say a lot about better Matt. okay you can, you, can say, you, can. you can say listen he's not very tall nope. um he, he irish exits at weddings he irish exits at, we- at weddings he uh he's not strong physically nope um, he's not much of a help in any altercation, <laughs> but the guy's dedicated. What are you uh, up to, Matt? Oh uh, boy. Did I tell you I was, I'm going to Paris? No. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've gone to Europe every other year since my first time there. Just actually coincidentally, it hasn't been a plan. So this year it's, you know, it's August now. It's almost September. It'll be September when this episode comes out. This is true. And I was like, oh, man, I, I haven't really taken a lot of time off this year. I should go somewhere. Maybe I'll go to Europe uh, because, you know, it's been every other year. This is the year. And uh, I'm running out of time. So I got to do this now if I'm going to go by the end of the year. Okay. So uh, I went on. I found a really, really cheap flight to round trip uh, flight to Paris. What's cheap? $275. To Paris? Yeah. So Round trip? Legitimately cheap. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I was like, hey, that's a great deal. And I was talking to my sister about it. And my sister, she texts me back and she says, mom wants to come. And I said, mom, who has never left the country and doesn't even have a passport, she wants to come? Right. And my sister says, yeah. I said, okay, if mom can apply for a passport by the end of the week, <laughs> I will buy her a ticket to Paris. You know, there's no way. It's just not going to happen. Right. Hey, mom called my bluff. Wow. So uh, she bought. she got a passport and she got it rush shipped like it matters because we're going in October. Right. Uh, you never know. So yeah, it's true. So I bought my mom a flight to Paris too for two seventy five. Two seventy five. What are you flying on? Like an old <laughs> it's, plane? It's got like the propellers. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh Air Canada or whatever. Oh okay. Yeah, for whatever reason, it's just October the 29th through November the seventh. Does that didn't like set off any alarms or like is there something going on that you're unaware of? Like is there's <laughs> like a lottery situation or like a wicker man thing going on? <laughs> there's gonna be like a you know, that they know there's gonna be violence in the yeah. city or something. Uh not that I'm aware of. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Have you been to Paris before? I have. Oh. Yeah, and I like it. Ah, Patty. Yeah, and honestly, like I thought I'll go by myself and it'll just be like time to relax in a place that I've been a couple of times, so I I vaguely know, but don't know anyone there and don't speak the language, so I won't have to talk to anybody and it'll be really quiet. But now I'm taking my mom, so uh, mom and I are going. Me and Deb. (laughs) That's right. I forgot that we have the same mother. (laughs) Our names are the same? 
Our mom's names are the same. Yep. Pretty run-of-the-mill Massachusetts, I guess. Debs and Matts. Debs and Matts. Speaking of Matts. Speaking of Matts, that's what today's topic is. We asked you, the fun butts, uh, at makefun.network on the Facebook group, hey, it's going to be just me, uh, the Matts, today. What topic should we do? And a bunch of you said top five Matts. And so here we are. Yeah. Do you have a lot of mats in your phone book? Like a lot of friends that are mat? So here is a, a, a mat story for you. This is whenever I meet a mat and they are roughly my age, I ask them, how many mats did you go to school with? Because I, in my third grade class, was one of seven. Holy shit. Mats. That might top a- anything. So there's that. And then one time when I was auditioning for main stage, uh, when I got back on a couple of years ago, I was one of five mats auditioning. Wow. And I very distinctly remember being like, this isn't an advantage. It's a disadvantage because there's only 12 spots on main stage and they ain't given five of them the guy's name Matt. <laughs> no, definitely not. You know? So, but I got on because I'm the best. Right. Anyway. The best of the mats. Me and so, my friend Matt got on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, yeah. So, uh, you know, among mats. There can be only five, top five. That's right. So these are going to be the top five, top five mats. And like I said, this is hour six of podcasting, and I love podcasting, but I'm very hungry, <laughs> and I'd like to stop. <laughs> but we got to put the show out. The show must go on. Show goes first. So do you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. My number five, and this might be the only, the only duplicate we have, but my number five, Matt, is Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. That's a fucking great, great Matt. Did you not pick any? I didn't pick Matt wow. Murdock. Matt Murdock. If you don't know who Matt Murdock is, I'm about to spoil his uh, secret identity. <laughs> it's Daredevil. I thought he only hired Daredevil as his bodyguard. I no. Wow. No. I know. That's what I thought, too, for the longest time. But then I found out. Wow. Yeah, no. Matt Murdock, he's a great Matt. He's a lawyer, right? Very accomplished. He's yeah. also a hero. Uh, he's blind. Got that going against him. But he... Uh, he makes up for it in, uh, in all his other senses. Uh, yeah, all his <laughs> other senses are heightened to a, a superhuman level. What? Um, Shit, that's such a great Matt. And he's one of my favorite Marvel characters. I was going to say, do you, are you a Daredevil fan? Yeah, I love Daredevil. I, do, I like it more than I thought I would. I, I got to be honest. I don't think of Daredevil on like, as like a, when you're like, oh, what Marvel heroes do you like? I would never say Daredevil. But when I'm reading my week to week, I like... The first one I go to if there's a Daredevil is is the Daredevil book. And I think, you know, some of the legendary Daredevil runs are among the best Marvel, like, collections ever. Like, the the Frank Miller stuff. Was that the Man Without Fear? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And his Through the Electra and uh, Bullseye Saga, all of that Frank Miller Daredevil stuff is good. The Kevin Smith stuff is good with Joe Quesada. The Brian Bendis stuff is really, really good. Uh, The Mark Wade stuff is really, really good. Why do you think that he has such consistent, good storylines? I think from from my understanding is that uh, the writers feel like they've got something. Like, I think... Frank Miller did it because he wasn't like a super huge popular character and he could like make it his own and really put his stamp on it. And then since then it's been like, okay, if I'm going to do daredevil, Frank Miller is one of the all time greats. I need to perform at that level. I need to be the best of of my ability. Right. You know, and obviously Kevin Smith is known for his movies, but his comic work is really great. And his daredevil is really, really good. And Brian Bendis, this is, one of his earlier things, and he eventually, you know, was a huge architect in the whole Marvel universe and now DC. That Daredevil's one of the books that he really 
you know, came on, came into his own on that. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, Daredevil is good in the recent War of the Realms. I don't know if you've caught up to that yet. Not yet. Uh, he's great in that too, uh, very recently. No, I still got to watch season three of Daredevil yeah, too. I got to watch season, you know what it is? I hit the wall of Iron Fist too. Oh boy. And I was like, everyone said you should watch it. It's better. And I'm like, okay, but I just, I'm, I'm having Which a hard time. Much, but yeah. <laughs> should I just skip it? Should I just go to like what? D- uh, Daredevil. I haven't watched, I haven't watched Daredevil season three. I haven't watched Punisher season two. I haven't watched Jessica Jones season three. I haven't finished Jessica Jones. It's the only one I haven't finished mm. because it's like, it, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I know. Daredevil three is so good and definitely worth watching. Yeah, so. I heard. All right, I'll check it out. But that's my number five, Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. That's a great number five. Okay, my number five is Matt Bomer. I don't know who that is. Okay. But it came up in my search. (laughs) So Matthew Bomer, Matt Bomer, he is, um, I think he started his acting career mostly doing soaps, uh, but then got big when he did Magic Mike. Okay. Uh, He is stupid good looking, (laughs) like crazy good looking. And uh, he, he was. They had him cast to be Superman. He was going to be Superman before Henry ended up taking the role for Man of Steel. Uh, but he's done the voice of Superman in uh, the Superman Brainiac animated movie. He's in um, the Dare, uh, the Doom Patrol series as Larry Trainer, and he's so good in this role. Uh, and he's a really just a high quality Matt, such like a crazy good looking guy. Mm. Really good as Larry Trainer in Doom Patrol. He looks like Superman, though. I was going to say, I, I'm looking at pictures of him like, like this that, is Superman. Yeah, he's got that square jaw. He's got the hair. Yeah. Uh, he lo- in, in like, just close your eyes, think of Superman. That's what Matt Bomer looks like. Uh, he's got a good voice. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know anything about this guy. Yeah. I don't know anything about him. It's worth, so when the Doom Patrol show comes to HBO and it's not exclusive to DC streaming, I recommend checking it out because he's really good in it and the show's really funny and wild. Yeah, I, I am interested in that one, so I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, there's like a you know a talking cockroach that wants to bring about Armageddon. Like it's a great show. <laughs> that sounds good. Named Ezekiel. Ezekiel. All right, so I just go. I'll go yeah, again. Going back and forth. Yeah. This is gonna be a short one, everyone. And I, I I somewhat apologize. I'm still coming down from the the wedding, and like I said, we got this other project going on that I think you're all gonna really like. Um, but it's just there's, there's only so much time in a day. But my number four, top five Matt, the very popular one, Matt Damon. He's my number one. Is he number one? Yeah. Take it away. Hey, Matt Damon, hometown hero. Hometown hero. And not only is he a great Matt from Massachusetts, yep. not only is he a great actor, he's a filmmaker, right? Like Yes. He, he, Goodwill Hunting, like he, they wrote that movie. Yeah, I love know? Goodwill Hunting. And it's, it's, he won, they won awards, right? Yeah. Uh, Oscar award-winning filmmaker. Uh, he has like a crazy range, right? He's done like, you know, that's a, a really serious role. He's done action roles. He's done comedy on television. He's been all over the place. Seems like a cool guy that you hang out with. Like he, he gives you that like dude from Massachusetts. Like he's just like a regular old guy uh, while also being one of the most famous movie stars in the world. Yeah. He can laugh at himself like when he was in the Thor. I think that's my favorite thing about matt damon is that he can laugh at himself yeah for someone who's like this handsome a-list celebrity he does stupid shit that's funny (laughs) yeah scotty doesn't know oh i don't know this you yes you do do i yes you do it was in um uh what the fuck movie was it uh he played this he was like a singer um i want to say it was like maybe road trip 
Euro Trip. Euro Trip. No, I don't know it. You never saw that part? No. He's just fucking, he plays a singer who sings a song about banging this other guy's girlfriend. Scotty Doesn't Know is a song written and performed by American rock band Luster, originally written for the 2004 film Euro Trip. Man. It's so fucking funny. I did not know that. Oh, it's so good. But um, I love I love that about him. I love it. And his, that, when he is in Thor, in Ragnarok, in the in Loki's play at the beginning, was yeah. so funny. Yeah, that's the other thing too, is like, I'm sure he has better time than to just do these little bit parts in these movies. Yeah. But he knows that because it's him, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's so funny. And even in, in the Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, when they do the joke where they're doing Goodwill Hunting 2 hunting season. Yeah. He's like, applesauce, bitch. Yeah. That's like really good. It's so funny. He was great in Dogma. So good in Dogma. Man. It's a great Matt. He's a great Matt. High quality Matt. High quality Matt. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so I guess it's my... Oh, that's right. It is your turn. My number four now. Shit, we're blowing through these. Matt Reeves. So lesser known Matt, but Matt Reeves is making the new Batman movie. The one that he took over from Ben Affleck? Right. The Batman is what the working title is. So I think that alone, like making a Batman movie, not very many people have made Batman movies. Is the guy from Twilight still doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's the guy who, he's the Batman. He's the Bruce Wayne. Uh, but he's also made two of the Planet of the Apes movies, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And oh, World he of the made those? Of the yeah. Those were good. He did Cloverfield, which is good. The first one? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm loving them even more. Yeah. And then he did the remake, uh, Let Me In, was the remake of Let the Right One In. The vampire movie was Chloe Grace Moretz. I don't think I watched it. I've, I've never seen the remake, but the original is really good. Uh, so, accomplished filmmaker, he's going to make a Batman movie, which, like... You know, most Batman movies are pretty good. I would say, on the whole, the majority. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it might. Now be that a, I'm thinking, <laughs> I think it might be an honest fifty-fifty. Yeah, but the good ones are so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I know. What do you think about that? Uh, what do you think is going to happen with that new Batman movie? Uh, my understanding is it's going to be like a young Batman, so they won't have to tie it into the other stuff, but it can be like tangentially related to the other DC movies. Um, so they can just like make their own thing. They won't have to worry about it, and could be good and you know and i think that obviously like the dude from twilight that doesn't strike you as someone who could play batman but i think the best batman have been people right. like michael keaton was yeah. mr mom right <laughs> and i just i just don't know what i just don't know what they're they're doing i don't know what their game plan is and it's really frustrating to me i think their game plan is to not have a game plan and just like let directors make good movies that if they're related great if they're not fine like, that Joker movie is not going to be related. They just, like, go crazy. Make an R-rated Joker movie. Just fucking do it. And, you know, he was, like, talking to the studio execs. They're like, you know that kids buy, like, Joker pajamas at Walmart, right? And you're going to make this R-rated movie? He's like, yeah, but it's going to be fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> he also uh, has done a lot of shitty things in comic books. You know that? Yeah, like, really kids bad are, stuff. Yeah, kids are buying Joker pajamas <laughs> of a guy who sh- paralyzed a woman by shooting her, you know, and taking <laughs> photos of her in her underwear. Yeah, and then uh, beat Jason Todd to death with a, a crowbar. So. Yeah, he also cut off his own face. Yeah, yeah. He's, so it's like, I don't know what you want a, me to... What, 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 what am I doing wrong? <laughs> he's not a What more can I do? Um, uh, but yeah. the Joker is cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know anything else about this Batman movie. I don't think they've said who like the villains are going to be or anything like that. Um, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be Croc. Killer Croc. Killer Croc. <laughs> so, you know what? My... 
I would say my favorite episode of Batman the Animated Series is the Almost Got Him episode. Oh, they made that game? Where Yeah, they made it into a game. But they're all sitting around and they're playing cards. And Killer Croc is so good in that episode. Then you find out that it was Batman in disguise all along. But spo- mm. spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, but that's a great episode. Killer Croc on that show is hilarious and really yeah. good. And man, is he terrible in Suicide Squad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not very good. Okay. All right, my number three. Fuck <laughs> yeah, my number three, Matt Groening. Shit, that's a great Matt. The great Matt. Man, he's fuck. Man, you really fucked up, huh? <laughs> Pick Matt Bomer. <laughs> Matt Boner. Uh, shit, man, that's a great Matt. Yeah, Matt Groening, uh, one of the creators of The Simpsons. How many people can say that not only have they created the longest-running animated show of all time, possibly almost the longest-running television show of all time, yeah. but then had another television show completely unrelated, but also in his signature style right. of Futurama. That's yeah. incredible. He's a very accomplished Matt. He uh, brings a lot to the Matt team. Uh, a lot of people like him. I, one of my favorite things is like... Uh, I always liked um, their like right wing pokes at him in the show. Um, sometimes when like they reference him, they always call him like this. Like they always have him like dressed in like this like American suit. It was like <laughs> yeah. guns and stuff like that. But I don't. I'm assuming that's that's not who he is. <laughs> I think that's part of the fun. I, I don't know what what that stance is, but I always got a kick out of that. I think he's another Matt that he's he's got a good sense of humor and can yeah laugh at himself. He was in that Portlandia episode too. Have you seen that one? No, I don't watch Portlandia. Where one of the characters uh, in Portlandia creates like a ripoff of Bart Simpson and so like <laughs> they bring him to court and like they get Matt Groening on the show to wow. like, be like, this is clearly a copy of Bart Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, he's he's a, another guy. He can laugh at himself. He's obviously hilarious. What's uh? Are you a Simpsons guy? Honestly, I probably haven't watched The Simpsons since I was a kid. But when I was a kid, I fucking loved that show. Mm. And, and I and um, you know, my favorite band is Smashing Pumpkins. And so when they were releasing the early seasons of The Simpsons on DVD, you bought the one. I bought the season that had the Smashing Pumpkins in it, and I watched the whole season. And I remembered every episode. I was like, I must have watched this all the time. Right. Uh, and I loved it, you know, and I, and I love the character designs because they're so simple yet so expressive. Like anyone can draw Bart Simpson. It doesn't matter how good of an artist you are. Yeah. And, but like, they're so expressive and so unique and in that style. And it's like nobody else's style. Uh, it's a great show. And, and, you know, I haven't even, and I know that people say like, oh, it sucks now or whatever. I, I honestly haven't even watched it. So I can't say if it's good or not. Um, I hope that it's good. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched it recently either, so I can't really speak to that. But man, do I love the Golden Year! I mean, I, the other thing too is like I, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, it sucks now. I'm not even going to watch it. Like, I just don't watch it because I just don't have time. Yeah, yeah, I would give it. I would give every episode a fair shake. Every every even if like the first five of the season were fucking terrible, I'm like, well, it's a new week, new episode. Yeah, and, and I think. You know, you haven't even gone through the Marvel Netflix shows and you are a Marvel zombie. So, like, I think it's clear you don't have the time. <laughs> right. And I, I love love The Simpsons. Uh, I believe it's um, the whole series will be streaming day one of Disney Plus, right? I'm almost positive. Man, that streaming service is, like, impossible to say no to. Okay, no, no one should. And There's no reason to. And like, I, I don't need another streaming service, but, yeah, I need Disney Plus. Though. No, you're going to package it with Hulu now. Ah, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Hulu, ESPN, or whatever. Which won't be any. Yeah. And uh, Disney Plus, I think it's going to be like $12 or something like that. Sweet deal. 
It's a great deal. What's your number three? Number three. So uh, this is a musician, Matt. Matt Cameron. Oh, my next one's also a musician, but oh. not that one. So Matt Cameron, he's the drummer, original drummer in Soundgarden. Now currently the drummer in Pearl Jam. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And he, he did play with the Smashing Pumpkins for a short time. He played a, uh, one of the songs on the Adore album in 98 is him on drums. Huh. So he was like the 90s alternative right. rock drummer. Huh. I didn't. What happened to the guy from Pearl Jam? They, uh, the first drummer, they've gone through a couple of drummers in their early days, and I, I don't really know the full stories, but Matt Cameron's been the drummer of Pearl Jam since 98. Huh. Uh, so, um, that's a long time. That's 21 years. Yeah. Yeah. And so not on like, you know, when people think of like the first two Pearl Jam albums or like the big ones in the, or the nineties ones were Pearl Jam's kind of heyday. Yeah. But since their heyday, he's been their drummer and on all their big tours and everything. No shit. And it's wild. Like, you know, we, I think we lump Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and those Seattle bands together, but Pearl Jam and Soundgarden don't sound anything alike. No. Uh, and you know what? Now that you say that, I think for that era of music and all the big bands from a quote unquote, same genre, they're all pretty fucking different. Yeah, they just like happen to be from Seattle. Like, like Nirvana doesn't sound like Pearl Jam. No. Not at all. Nirvana's like a punk band. Yeah, I think it's a very uh, under under recognized fact about those bands from that era. Yeah, um, but and but then you know, you think about the differences in those bands and the and how he is able to like transcend both styles. Like Soundgarden is a much heavier band. They did the funny time take signature stuff in the early days and, and you know, the drop D kind of riffs in those early Soundgarden stuff and then the later, uh, I guess, more experimental stuff and then the kind of just the straight ahead rock and roll of like a Pearl Jam yeah. and for him to, to kind of do both those styles really, really, really well. Um, you know, and Pearl Jam is an incredible live band and in that they'll play for two hours and they'll never play the same set list twice, two nights in a row. They do yeah. a different set list every night. And as a drummer to like, you know, now he's been in the band for 20 years. That's fine. But like for him, when he joined in 98 to be able to play 30 different songs over the course of a couple of nights is, is an incredible feat. And then when obviously before Chris Cornell killed himself, like to jump back into Soundgarden, be doing both of those bands at the same time. What a fucking awesome drummer. Damn. Matt Cameron. Great Matt. Matt Cameron. Matt Cameron. Man, there's so many mats that I want to put on the list. I, can't, <laughs> I keep fucking thinking of more. I just thought Shit. of one. I'm real mad that I didn't put on my list yet. And I definitely would have replaced one of them with the last people. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. We're um, going to have honorable mentions. I'm, I'm going to have to have at least one. Uh, so my number two, like I said, also a musician, Matt Skiba. Oh, you love this guy. I do love this guy. I love almost everything he does. The thing I love lo- the least that he does is what he's doing now uh-huh. as the uh, replacement for Tom DeLonge and Blink-182. Yeah. Because um, uh, like replacing an unreplaceable guy. No, I don't even care about that. I'm just not a big Blink-182 fan. No? No, I never really got into them. I tried to. Um, and I'll, like, I'll listen to a song. Like, I'll listen to them. They don't bother me at all. I just I never got into them the way a lot of other people did. But I love Alkaline Trio. Yeah. I love Alkaline Trio. Uh, Matt, that's, and that's Matt Skiba's baby. Uh, he also does this other band called Heavens, which I, I like a lot. And it's like a, like this like kind of like dark, kind of gothy poppy kind of stuff hmm. a little bit a little Bajas kind of oh that's cool yeah I'm not familiar I'm seeing an indie rock band featuring Matt Skiba of Alkaline Trio what Heavens yeah yeah no they're cool I don't know if they I don't know what the last thing they've done they might even only have one album do they have more than one album 
Uh, let's see. So now I'm curious. Discography. So it says here, studio albums, patent pending. That's it. Yeah. Just the one album from 2006. Yeah. And I love it. Actually, no, I'm just going to fucking play a little bit of it. <laughs> play a little bit I mean, I have the ability to do this. I really, dude, the Dude Ranch. Yeah. I love that record. I mean, it, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, this is heaven. It's like very like, I'm wearing all black. I'm at the club. I'm smoking a cigarette. <laughs> But I like his. This is very haunting. I'm wondering what the vocals are gonna be like. It's haunting. <laughs> kind of. You'll hear it. I think after this uh, measure. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm into it though, man. I love this. Yeah. It's like a Joy Division vibe. Yeah, yeah, and then it changes up a little bit. I don't know, I'm into it, man. Heavens is good. I fucking haven't listened to that album in a long time. You sold me on this Matt Skiba guy. He's cool. It's a cool guy. Um, but yeah, it's my number. It's my number two, Matt Skiba. I love everything he does except his fill in as <laughs> for Tom DeLonge. And that's not it's not a criticism of him. I'm just not a Blink One Eighty Two fan, and it is what it is. I mean, actually, it wasn't a it wasn't a song that he sang, but an Alkaline Trio song was a song as me and Megan's song that we danced to. Is that what that was? I was not familiar. Yeah, the song that we uh, danced to at my wedding this past weekend, which we haven't even talked about on the show, um, was an acoustic version of a song called "Every Thug Needs a Lady," um, and that's but that's sung by the other the other guy from uh, from Alkaline Trio. Uh, but man, that song rules. This is a song we danced to. It was so sweet. I'm reliving my first dance with my wife. <laughs> a and, week later. <laughs> yeah, a week later. Me and Matt are dancing right now in the podcast studio. I know it's dark here. You know what? I'm scared to. For some reason right now. So that's the acoustic version. And, right and I'll play now you the uh, original version. I love that band. Not, not a lot of good trios out there anymore. Trio's hard. Trio is hard. Because you, you have to fill up so much space. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my number uh, two. What's your number two? Number two. Matt Broderick. Matthew Broderick. You don't like Matthew Broderick? I don't. I kind of don't. Really? I don't know why. I just He kind of is like a little wormy. Plus, he killed somebody. He killed somebody? Matt, Matt Broderick? <sighs> Matt, I did not know that. You didn't know that? He hit somebody with a car. Yeah, that happens every day. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. Didn't Ted Kennedy do that? And he was senator for a long fucking time. Uh, yeah, but man, Ferris Bueller is undeniable. That's. I think that's why. Um, that's why you don't like him. I think because it's just like um, everyone loves Ferris Bueller's Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I, I you know what it was? It was a classic case of overhyped. Yeah, everyone's like. Cult, cult, like I watched it, I was like, eh. It's just like I love the idea of he was the guy that 
that everybody liked. He was cool for everyone. Everyone thought he was cool. And he wasn't like, you know, especially in those kind of 80s movies, he didn't fit in one of the 80s teen movie stereotype characters. He wasn't a jock or a nerd or any of those other things. Uh, he was just like a cool fucking guy. And he, you know, <laughs> coerced his friends into making terrible decisions. And uh, But man, so funny. And then, you know, he was in Godzilla, which was terrible. I guess, you know, to be fair, he really hasn't done a hell of a lot beyond that that is beloved, but I just love him so much in that, and I think, uh, yeah, we kind of look alike, him and I. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, he's also okay. in that shitty Godzilla movie. Right. He's terrible in that. Um, <laughs> that movie is, that movie sucks. Um, there was that war movie, like World War II, uh, not, sorry, not World War, uh, the um, Civil War movie that he was in is good. He's the producers is good. Cable Guy is good. War Games is good. He was in know. Cable Guy? Is he, is he the... He's the guy. He's the he's other the, guy. Oh, no, he's the guy. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm just kind of flipping through his IMDb. Oh, he just seems like a classic famous Matt. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, I don't know why he's so high on your list. Apparently, he does He does the voice of Simba in The Lion King 3. So. <laughs> oh, that hit? <laughs> You know, and then he did some of those like bad '90s movies, like Inspector Gadget. Oh, he did do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how he's number two on your list. Oh, he does the voice of Simba in The Lion King. The first one. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, give him some credit, man. He is Simba. He's no Jeremy Irons or James Earl Jones in that no. movie, but <laughs> he's certainly not the. He's not the the strongest character in the movie, but come on, it's Matt Broderick. All right. He's probably the most famous Matt. No. No? You Other have than Matt, Matt Damon. I was going to say, you have Matt Damon. Well, yeah, but Matt Damon's my number one. Yeah, but uh, well, he's not fam- I wouldn't say he's more famous than Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. He's not on my Matt. list, but he's a good Matt. He's a great Matt. But you know what? Matthew McConaughey has also done a bunch of just absolute garbage romantic comedy crap movies. Though. I like him. Those? I like those movies. No. The Matthew How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, that's great. Oh, my God. That is... That's trash. No, it's good. <laughs> uh, but, but he's also done, you know, obviously. What was the other one? Failure to launch? Is uh, he in yeah. Failure, failure sounds, to launch? That sounds right. But then he's done, like, Dallas Buyer Club is really good. I think Days he and Confused. Some. Days and Confused, Wolf of Wall Street, Interstellar. Uh, I'm looking for his. He was in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, Failure to Launch. Uh, Sahara, what the heck is Sahara? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, The Wedding Planner. Oh, these are great. These are great rom-coms. <laughs> You're <laughs> these, wrong. These movies are bad. No, they're good. Uh, he was good in Contact. Yeah. I will say. He's good. He's definitely better than Matt Broderick. No one else? He hasn't killed anybody. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll give it to you. All right, my number one, Matt. Clean house. My, oh, fuck. God, this episode. If you like the show, support the show. Support your go. Uh, Go to makefun.network. There you can become a fun butt. You can join in in all the conversations and all the things that we do there. It's a ton of fun. And if you haven't joined, just fucking go. Oh, also, I have an announcement. I have an announcement. Uh, Eva just came in. <laughs> My cat, the podcat. Um, so I don't know if people remember, but a while ago, we put in a little contest. That once we got to 150 uh, Google reviews on shows across Make Fun Network that we were offering a uh, an Amazon gift card to a winner of a reviewer. Whoa. And we have done so. So now it's time to pay up here 
And uh, I'm going to announce the winner of the Amazon gift card. Um, Drum roll. It's a $100 gift card. Holy shit. Yeah, we're not fucking around. Am I the winner? <laughs> no, you can't win. You're fucking not allowed to win. But the winner is, and I, I know the name, but it's uh, CF McDonald 703. I believe that's Charles McDonald. Really? I believe that's him. Charles McDonald. Now, I didn't pick this name. I didn't do this at all. All I, all I did was like, I got told who the name was, who won. But Charles McDonald, you are the lucky winner of a $100 Amazon gift card. Thank you so, so much. Uh, to claim it, uh, send me a message, and I will get that to you. So send me a message on Facebook, and I will get that to you, baby. So $100. What are you going to spend it on? I don't know. Send it to me. I could use $100. I yeah, just got married. Don't be a fucking so. jerk. <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, my number one, Matt, is, can you guess, Matt? Can you guess who it is? Uh, is it Matthew David Bistany? No, it isn't. I didn't put myself <laughs> on there. We talked about it earlier, but I decided not to. My, no, my number one is Matt Stone. Matt Stone. Famous duo of Matt Stone and Trey Parker. That's a great. You know what, though? I never know which one is which. Matt Stone is the uh, guy with glasses. They don't both have glasses? They're absolutely interchangeable in my mind. They are not. One is literally like blonde haired and the other one's dark haired. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't know how you're like making this fuck up here. Uh, but Matt Stone, man. Is he the funny one? They're both funny. I know. They are both funny. Uh, he has a curly hair. Matt Stone does. The picture of him on Wikipedia is he has a shaved head, so <laughs> that's not helpful. But no, I, I I know which one. Looking at a picture of he's him. in our he's he does all the stuff with Matt Stone. Um, the amount of of comedy that he has brought to the world, man, great, it's a fucking un, unstoppable force that guy. Him and 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 Trey Parker, so good. Who's the one who directs the movies? Is that Trey? Because isn't one of them like no? I think it's Matt Stone. Is Stone the guy? I'm almost positive. Matt Stone, blah, 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 uh, blah. director, filmography, filmography. Yeah, what has he done? He's done some other ones. That's Campbell, Trent. Jesus versus Frosty, <laughs> in, in 1992. Um, because Trey Parker directed Team America. Yeah. Well, Stone. no, it says uh, it says Team America: World Police on. He wrote it, but he didn't direct it. Oh, that's right. He did fucking. He directed Run, Ronnie, Run. Have you ever seen Run, Ronnie, Run? No. I didn't know that he did that. Oh, David Cross. Yeah. Man. I did not know he did that. That's a great Matt. It's a great Matt. It's a great Matt. Shit. But, um, but yeah, that's my. Uh, Who was your honorable mention? Was it McConaughey? No, it was Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. You know who that is? The, the um, true crime. What, what's that show called? No, am I thinking of no? Matt Walsh is the founder of Upright Citizens Brigade. He's in everything. He's on. Uh, he's on Veep. Who you ever watch Veep? No, I've never. I know of it, but I've never watched it. What's the Unsolved Mysteries guy's name? <laughs> I don't know. It might be. <laughs> it's something Walsh. I mean, is it, it might is be it not Ma Matt Walsh. It could be, but it's not the Matt Walsh I'm thinking of. Oh, that Matt Walsh. That guy is hilarious. Yeah, he's so funny. He's in everything. Uh, but yeah, that's my number one. Didn't the fun butts have some? Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. I'm so hungry. I'm yeah, so I'm, hungry. I am too. Yeah, but what are you going to eat? Piece of plastic? Uh, yeah, some like bread and water or something. Oh, God, your life is hell. <laughs> 
Your life. What was that TV show that like about the kids kids that get kidnapped and the TV show? And it was cuz it was started by a guy who like his kid was kidnapped. It was in the like in the 90s. Yeah, that's that's unsolved mysteries. Because mm. unsolved mysteries is just random cold cases, I think. Well, who was the host of Unsolved Mysteries? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But that those are the maths there. I can't find the goddamn thing from the fun butts. I'm sorry. Sorry, fun butts. Well, it's just it, you know why? It's because it's in a thread of a bunch of stuff. It's not Joe Walsh. That's the crazy right wing. Oh, but I got some. I got some top oh, five maths. All right, here we go. So Lucas Polanski says number five Matthew Perry, number four Matt LeBlanc, number three Matt Damon, number two Matthew Broderick, and number one his brother Matt Polanski. Spells it with one T? Woof. What a freak. Uh, Mike Dill, Matt Frazier, Matt Damon, Matt Black, Matthew Broderick, and welcome, Matt. <laughs> it's John Walsh is the guy. It's America's Most Wanted. Oh, there you go. And I'm all fucked up. Pretzel says Matthew Modine, uh, number four, Matt Stone, number three, Matt Damon, number two, Matthew Perry, and number one, Matt Groening. Do people really like Matthew Perry this much? No, Matthew Perry sucks. No fucking way. No fucking way. Um... And Ryan Brown, Matthew McConaughey, number four, Matt Hardy, number three, Matt Foley, number two, Matt Murdoch. <laughs> Matt Foley is a really good <laughs> That's one. That's a fucking great one. <laughs> and number one, Matthew the Apostle. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. That's enough. Thank you so much for listening to Top 5 of Death. Uh, join us next week where we ha- when we have a more traditional episode. And as always, smell you later.